As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sif Spoil for the Tomorrow War. Uh, we are going to talk about all the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences. They all die in for the future. The I mean, a <laughs> for the good tomorrow portion war. of them do. <laughs> in the Tomorrow War. Uh, I don't know where you guys want to start. I want to start with the the moment we talked about being pleased with the movie, not withholding its secret. And yeah. Um, because we, you know, we find out that, that she's his daughter, which we all knew. Uh, yeah. You know, um, if not in that moment, shortly before that, not long before we found out, you know, I mean, we only met her, you know, just a little bit uh, before we found yeah. out. And and I just love that it was very matter of fact. It was like, no, I'm your daughter. You know, like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I guess I guess it did give us a second to deal with their last name being the same oh, before yeah. it made oh, it overt. Oh, your last Forrester too, uh, huh? But. For me, that went on about 60 seconds too long <laughs> Chris Pratt is just like, oh, Forrester, how do you spell that? <laughs> and you can just, I don't know, how long was that shot on his face where you can see the cogs turning mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, you're my daughter. But that's, but been, that's he, right he's, though, he's, right? He'd like, been that's some how stuff, it would happen you know? though. Right, I guess in reality, that's you wouldn't first. Assume, no, you would. You're in the future. No, the first thing you think of is no, where is my daughter? You, is she okay? Like, yeah, are, but you wouldn't is he think cool she was saying to the stranger yeah. potentially, "Are you my daughter?" Yeah. Yeah. Any stranger than being in the future fighting aliens? <laughs> Context people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Man, he's been day. through some stuff. You know, he can't just automatically assume. So here's here's why I want to go there first because one of my issues with the movie. Story-wise, is that character, is the 30 years from now daughter character, and the because of the way the movie have, handles time travel with um, obviously being, you know, branching timelines um, that can be changed, you know, um, you invest in something... That was my biggest issue. You, you invest in something that is, you know, really sad, and, and you know, yeah. really, and, and she dies not knowing either you know what i mean like there's it's it's a really tough moment not only that she's lived a life where he apparently left them and like so, so now so for me so now we're dealing with a character who i kind of don't like as much anymore like mm -hmm. because as much as he says i would never leave you the movie is saying he did right you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I don't, so that part of it, I, I mean, obviously I get what the movie is doing here, but it was the part of it that I was just like, um, this makes it a lot harder for me to buy into the stakes, to buy into the characters and to feel any kind of 
resolution or, you know, um, good stuff. I mean, I think we're supposed to be invested in the fact that she, you know, created the, um, you know, the, the, not the cure, the serum, the serum, the virus the or whatever, toxin. the toxin. The, yeah. 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 Um, in that, you know, so her life wasn't in vain, but it kind of was in her timeline. <laughs> like, it's like, well, that's, that's, that's the biggest issue I had because, he, I don't know if he's just stupid, but he said, um, that's cool. I'm going to take the toxin. I agree. I'll go back and I'll do that. But then I'm going to come back and save you. I was like, do you, is, do you not understand how this works? Like when you do that, this timeline doesn't exist or does it exist? I think it does. Like the movie, the movie, no, the, movie isn't the, movie, the movie isn't clear. Yeah, it doesn't but, say whether we're dealing with branching or one. It's branching thing. is what they say. I mean, it has to be branching. If you can okay. change anything, it has to be branching. Yeah, yeah they even no, say, uh, they repeatedly say your timeline and our timeline. And mm-hmm. I think that's indicative of branching off. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. But it also, con- maybe again, they've and done this enough is, to change. Yeah. But this is the thing about time travel movies and the reason I hate branching time. Uh, timeline time travel movies if you want to think about them mm-hmm. logically this means they are sending hundreds if not thousands of people back and forth every week do you know how yeah. many different timelines they have created yeah. because everybody coming back is different than the person they would have been if they had never gone so yeah. like it's just like the entirety when you start to think about it the entirety the entire scope of the way they are messing with time is such a muddled mess mm-hmm. that it almost doesn't mean anything. And that's why that's why branching timelines always, you know, are annoying to me, especially in a case where you're dealing with so many people who, you know, are changing what happens. The the world that Pratt comes back to, it may not even be the same timeline he left because there are other no, people who have you... come back in like yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. It's... How do you know unless you arrive back in the, the right. exact second that you left? That's the only way it mm-hmm. happens. And that's mm-hmm. what I thought they were going for. But... No, because the, and... the times no, go yeah. down the river together. So they still keep going. That's yeah. it. Um but that whole the whole the way they handled the time travel did take me out of the movie because why is that the easiest option? <laughs> why why was inventing time travel and recruiting an army from the past, well, A, you're hampering the past's ability to fight this war because not everybody is coming back. They can't. Mm-hmm. And and B, why didn't you go further back? Because then you've got more opportunities. Well, they asked about that. They, they winked at that one. They, they Somebody did ask, well, why don't you just go back further? And they, they said, I can't remember which it was. It was either the duct tape and chewing gum thing where it was like, yeah. you know, we only had yeah, the resources. It was how to, power intensive they could only pick one point. That yeah. doesn't mean they couldn't have picked a point further back. I know. I'm almost sure somebody asked that specific question and no, they had an Charlie answer. did. So. Yeah, but, no, uh, his but he asked, why can't we do this again? Why can't we set up more machines mm-hmm. to go further I back? Think, I'm saying I, I instead of it. going back 30 years, why not go back further? Yeah. I th- it has something to do time. with... It also had something to do with uh, the people who initially were sent back in time weren't born yet. And Oh, no, you're right. That is it. And then yeah. it has something to do with everybody that was being sent forward in time was in their 40s and because the they would have died which for the makes war. no sense in the rules it's setting up you know what i mean like that doesn't uh, if you're dealing with branching timelines why does any of that matter 
Um, yeah, because that means you're not going to die now by definition, because you yeah. your timeline's different. You didn't, yeah. especially since he dies in a car crash. So right. he's not taking that journey anymore. That's that's a yeah. trip to the store that he's probably not going to take. Right. But I'm just like, why? Isn't it harder to invent time travel instead of a toxin? Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> why? Why was time travel the answer? Like, and if it is the answer, go back to 1990. You've got. 50 years now to work on the toxin. Just ten, send 10 scientists back with proof of the future. 50 years to work on the toxin, inject the first one. You don't have to send millions of people well, to they their don't death know, they in the Well, they don't future. know where the, for the problem, one of the problems the movie sets up is they don't know how it starts, where all just all of a sudden the world was overrun with them. So, you know, that's kind of the third yeah. act is what mm, I, figuring what that I out. Think, what I think is it doesn't matter how far back they sent uh they went back initially because one okay so this right here is when they started out and this is where they travel back to so the moment that they travel back to this moment they those two points in time are moving like coinciding like that's the rules the of, of the, the movie yeah yeah, yeah. so, so it, 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 it wouldn't matter of when they went back to, they still would have had the time from when time travel was invented to whenever the white spikes destroyed that uh, time machine thing out in the ocean, right? So right. say that was right. Say that was like uh, what in was the present it? two years, two Sorry, years in the or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Because he's right. So they, he's, he's right about the future. They're trying to save their timeline, even if they know it's branching timelines. They're trying to figure out the best way to save their timeline. Best way to save yes. their timeline is not right. improved by going any further back. They still only have a couple weeks before they're totally overrun. Whether they go back fifty years or thirty years, but and if you go back, they know it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but if listen, they, if the end, yeah, we could do this. Listen, we are, we so are all we could talk Bruce about the Willis time. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt sitting at the table, yeah. looking at toothpicks yeah. and straws, and going. Exactly. And Jeff Daniels is like, uh, yeah. And Jeff Daniels is like, I don't want to talk about it. It's just going to fry your brain. <laughs> yeah. But is there any yeah. other element besides the time travel aspect of this movie that you wanted to talk about? Like, yeah, no, th- I want to talk about the third act. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think if I wanted to finish up kind of any thoughts I had, it would be about the impact of the relationships uh, because of the the multiple timelines and that kind of stuff. And I think I already kind of stated those things. So, um, so yeah, we can we can definitely talk about the third act. Yeah. Well, for, I want to talk about first uh, that spe- scene on the beach with Yvonne and Chris Pratt mm-hmm. and how she is talking about you know how he left you know and stuff like that. That hit me on an emotional level because that introduced an element to this movie that I did not know I that I wasn't expecting but I welcomed it was the uh uh the hypocrisy you know like he was chastising his father for leaving you know and then he finds out that he just walked right in his father's shoes and left his family mm-hmm. in the future and that uh, th- this movie is also about forgiveness in that way. You know, like, she was able to forgive him, mm-hmm. uh, so he should be able to give, forgive his father. And that scene where, she's, where she dies, where she's falling into that pit of white walkers in the ocean, he jumps in after her to... White, uh, white uh, spikes. Oh, white, and, oh, white spikes, yeah, not white, white walkers. <laughs> and we're not Game of Thrones-ing it here. But yeah, she like she's falling into the pit of the white spikes at the at the end. 
of her story and he like jumps after her. So she he is giving her the the peace and the uh the joy of a father who wouldn't abandon her, who would, you know, die for her. So she got to see that. So yes, it's sad that she dies, but she goes out in a way to where she gets to see the father she remembers, the one who loved her and who would do anything for her. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was actually a very beautiful way to see uh, that Muri uh, go out because she went out with a smile on her face. Yeah. Now for the third act of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, the beginning of this movie sets up with that one student who's talking about volcanoes. Yeah. And it's one of the most painfully obvious, like, oh God, so this is... So, yeah, you're going to come back into play, aren't you? Mm Because this has nothing to do with Call me the idiot. I did not see... uh, um, um, Volcano Kid? What's... He was... uh, It's totally slipping my brain. The the gun, the... um, the, oh, um, Chekhov's gun. Yeah, I didn't see Chekhov's volcano uh, coming coming back. <laughs> I, I I just didn't. As it was erupting. <laughs> he was either going to be somebody in the future that played a key role, or it was a callback yeah, of some I, sort. I yeah. totally missed that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, like, as soon as they said it, I'm like, well, you're going to come back to, at the end of this movie and save the day, aren't you? Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But I just thought that whole scene in the third act where they're talking about the Chinese sand and the claw and like, that seemed like it was from a like a different, that seemed like that was from the movie that Chloe and, you know, the other two were in. Yeah, it just, it felt like, yeah, yeah, it just, it felt like more of the Armageddon, Edgar Wright, like you said, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and that's where I think that the movie falls flat because the second half in the future everything is serious and there are very for me powerful moments where you're like oh man this this father daughter stuff is heartbreaking then he goes back to his time and he's 
doing all this slapstick stuff almost to where you're like, he oh, you got to get the, yeah. the alien in the face. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. Punches yeah, it. you know, you're right. I think this movie does. I think I was giving this movie a little more grace than I needed to on its tone shifts. There are some distinct tonal uh, inconsistencies in this movie, and I, yeah, I think that's. I'm, I'm glad we're talking about. That's this. what I was getting at with how many different films it's trying to be, and mm-hmm. I think I would have been really happy if it picked one of them mm-hmm. and ran in that direction. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I don't know how they would do it, but I really would have appreciated if they never would have gone down the rabbit hole of trying to explain how the White Spikes got here, what they were doing on the ship, and stuff like that. If they would have just left it a mystery, like like if they just kept saying, oh, we don't know how they got here, we don't know how they got here, I think I would have appreciated it more because that's not what the movie is about. The movie yeah, is about exactly. forgiveness. The movie is about you know, family and love and sacrifice. and but, but don't you think we're supposed to transition into the, the, so we're supposed to flip the generation, right? So like once we resolve father-daughter, that's supposed to flip to father-son. Yeah, totally Like agree. that's what yeah. the movie is trying to do is it's trying to kind of flip that and go, okay, now your emotional investment is in J.K. Simmons and Chris Pratt yeah. finding uh, now has a perspective. Saying, yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying you don't need the uh, let's explain the origin of the aliens to do that. Pull a pull a pull a pull a note from uh, a quiet place. You never know, you know. Like mm-hmm. you, you can see the beginning of that. I'm talking about the first movie specifically, but yeah. you know, it's very much a uh, like. You don't need to know how, where they came from or anything like that. But you do need to stop it, though. You do kind of, because, because if without, you're trying to avoid because, it from happening. Well, yeah, and the sacrifice becomes, uh, like, um, impotent, right? Like, the sacrifice becomes unimportant if we don't see him do something with the toxin, right? Like, the, yeah. No, no, I th- I, I'm going specifically, nailing down specifically, I don't like how they try to explain the origin of how the aliens got on Earth, but don't you have to do a little bit of that? I don't think in you order have for the to. toxin think... to be used. No, well, all I they think said you is could... that there was a ship. That there's not much more than that, and they yeah, have to I have th- got here somehow. They're aliens. Yeah, I think that they could have done a a way worse, like a just a montage at the end, you know, or like a yeah, we were ready this time or something like that. Just have Chris, or have even better, have Yvonne. I know she's dead, but just to hear her, you know, like a we won or we were ready this time or something like that. Just do a Terminator Sarah Connor voiceover. Sarah Connor, (laughs) hell, if you want to have, you know, just a black road at night with uh, with the high beams on while she's talking, (laughs) I'm down for that. And yeah, and then you have the. uh, I'm not sure I agree. I'm not. I'm not sure I 100 percent agree, but I do feel like I understand what you're saying. And uh, and uh, this is personal preference as opposed to a, a critique of the movie. You know, yeah, I, I do think I just better. Think, Hell no, I couldn't. <laughs> I do think, I think that. Go ahead, Ian. No, I'll just say I think the third act works better if J.K. Simmons is on the journey with um, with Pratt. I don't know how you would work that out, but if he plays a bigger role and you've got the three generations talking about abandonment, and he's almost there as a uh huh, you abandoned her, yeah, not on your high horse anymore, are you? And they just work yeah. through that a bit more together. There's more punch in the third act rather than daddy's here to save the day because he kind of comes out of left field a bit it's i need a pilot really it's only he's the only one that's going to help you 
him? Really? Does it have to be him? And out of all, I mean, for the, the movie, it does. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chekhov's yeah. helicopter, like. Yeah. <laughs> and out of all the volcanologists on the planet, you're going to trust a high schooler to tell you everything yeah, you need to know. Yeah, there's a lot of little stuff like that. Um, but I'm I, saying, like, that's the stuff where it's a big tonal shift for me. I, can I like, tell you what I was? First act and the second act. Can I tell you what I, where I was hoping the story was going? Now this part of part of this comes from and by the way we try not to hold a movie accountable for you know our own like what you know, it could have been what it could have been mm-hmm. you know kind of things but uh I was when I was watching it I was feeling uh I always lean towards a uh unified timeline uh type of time travel that's always my favorite um because I think it logically you can think it through a little bit better anytime you you know introduce multiple timelines we've already gone down this road uh in this uh, spoiler Sure um, as I was leaning that, I thought we were going to deal with the conundrum or paradox of him having to leave his family so that she would become who she becomes. Um, oh, so that man, he that would, would have been powerful. So he would, like, he, in order to save the world, has to abandon them because... The 12 monkeys effect, yeah. Right. So, so I thought we were go- coming down to a decision of do I choose my family over the planet and, you know, um, the movie? Because that's the, that's the grandfather paradox. That is, would he have abandoned her or is he abandoning her because she told him he abandons her because Mm. she told it. This is what, this is what Arrival did so well. This is, uh, this is what Arrival did so well. And I was, I was thinking maybe we could gone in a similar direction to that. Um, the movie wasn't interested in going there, and that's okay. The movie can be what it wants to be, but you know, for me, there's just a lot lost. Been because I because I do think that's an interesting thing because she would not be the scientist she is if he hadn't he abandoned stayed. her, and you know, so much of her because a lot of them were talking about her determination. She never le- you know, like you know, there's there's a real element of the her pain of her life probably led her to be driven like that. Um, yeah, so. So yeah. Um, anyhow, I you know it was a it was a theme that I felt like it was right there for the taking, but that's just yeah, it would have been would have been good. Not how they wanted. And it to still it. has to happen. Yeah, yeah, but it we didn't have didn't to happen it. because they can change the future uh, and create different timelines. Apparently, so so there you go. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about as it deals with the Tomorrow War? Uh, any other? He punches thing? the alien <laughs> in the face. Not only that, but he drives a. A snowmobile right now, into the it snowmobile. Too. I dug. I liked the snowmobile. Yeah, move. that's fine. That, yeah. That's fun. That, like that, I can imagine totally that fine. you know, like knocking over one of those things, but punching them in the face is just dumb. Ugh. It's just it's silly. It's complete silliness, mm-hmm. uh, especially one of those you know creatures with all those spikes. Who apparently they have unlimited spikes. Uh, like the movie never really dealt with yeah. it, but they were shooting you know um, pretty much. Uh, non-stop with those things so yeah they had like se- regardless se- of that, semi-automatic spike tendrils you know like it was regardless of that man that creature design is top oh, it's notch. great and it's fresh oh, it's, it's new i've never yeah, seen anything really like good. it um it was easy to see it wasn't dark yeah. it wasn't in shadows they were just like here's well, yeah, the aliens a, we're not gonna hide them white creature mm-hmm. like wait yes. i can actually see this thing Proper even contrast. when they were like in the yeah. caves and stuff 
You can clearly mm-hmm. make out that distinction. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shots in this movie is when they first get there after they splat on the rooftop. Is like they <laughs> after they don't way... splat on the rooftop. One of the, a lot one of them, them did. <laughs> a lot of them did. Splat yeah, on a the couple rooftop. of them I did. Want... I want every able-bodied person to come with me. Dude, I was able-bodied until I got dropped on a roof. Yeah. But uh is you seeing the white spikes walk around in the uh in the fog and the dust and stuff like mm-hmm. that and you can't really quite yeah. make them out. That that just that moment of building up tension. I loved it. I loved the so. World War Z moment at the end, uh, you know, where it's yeah. just all of them going over the mm-hmm. barricades and I'm all um, for that. Yeah, no, I thought that was great. I, I love. I that. wish we'd lived in that a little bit more. Um, I just the unnecessary sacrifice to end all unnecessary sacrifices of mm-hmm. them in the underpass when he's broken his legs and she's it's fine. I'm gonna stay and shoot them all and needlessly die. Just mm. were you fed up with the comedy in the film? Because I mean, I was, <laughs> but I didn't think you were because you just killed all of the comedy and then Charlie just gets. Sent yeah. off to another mission. Yeah. Apparently, no, just, one, one I'm of done the, with that bit of the film now. One of the comedy uh, people stuck around. So, um, so yeah, we still had a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. There is our spoilery thoughts on uh, Tomorrowland World of Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no time to tomorrow. No time. To live, repeat tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. Ian, you said you wanted to talk about. I know we're trying to wrap this one up, but you said you wanted no, to talk about. The, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Tomorrow War. Uh, he was the, oh, uh, the, the, the guy keeps, that keeps coming keeps back. coming back. Uh, his name was, uh, Dorian, I think was his name. The guy that died where he was like, I will die on cancer. my terms. Had, yeah. Yeah. On my yeah. yeah. I, yeah, way more interested in his story. Um, I don't think he's a very likable person because he's just like, yeah, everyone here is going to die other than me because I'm, I've got skills. But um, <laughs> way more interest, way more interested in his story and his determination. Um, I don't know. I just think it was a slightly darker take, and I don't, I don't know. I just it's probably because I just wasn't invested in Chris Pratt's character. Yeah. Um, so I latched onto him a bit more. There you go. Interesting. Okay, that was it. All right. Well, there you go. There's the uh, the Tomorrow War, and uh, there should be another sip spoil in your feed for No Sudden Move, and we will do that next. We'll see you next week. Bye. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 